Thanks for listening to For Crying Out Loud on Podcast One. Hey, today we have such a fun show. We talked about Lynette's um, super spreader event that she went to. We talked about (laughs) LV's birthday. But first, let's talk about OxyClean. Hey, we want to tell you about somebody new to us, OxyClean. Mm -hmm. So listen, I've already been using this product. Me too. I'm going to tell you why. Because Penelope, who you may also know as my dog, my terrier, Uh sleeps on our bed. And I know Phil yes, sleeps on your bed. Yes, Phil sleeps on mine. Yeah, and guess what? The sheets and the duvet cover get stinky. Uh-huh. Starts to smell like a wet dog on my bed. It really does. And I got to tell you, regular laundry detergent doesn't always rid you of the no. smells and leave your clothes smelling really fresh and leave your bedding smelling fresh. I will tell you, my daughter will know if if something is ours instead of one of her friends in a pile of clothes because she loves the smell of yes. our clothing. yes. I've used OxyClean odor blasters for all these problems. That's right. Me too. And more on a regular basis. And my family thanks me for it. Right. It helps kill smells of like sweat. And we Mm -hmm. both have teenage boys. Yes. You know how stuff can get stanky and musty. Mm -hmm. And also the kids are using the towels every day. Oh my God. And then leaving them outside. And then they end up smelling like, yes, yes. So you need busy households like us with all this going on need OxyClean. It's a great product. Uh, you got to try OxyClean odor blasters for yourself. To work your magic with OxyClean, go to OxyClean.com slash try me and order a free sample. That's OxyClean.com slash T-R-Y-M-E for a free odor blaster sample while supplies last. What else you got to lose? It's free, for God's sakes. <laughs> Let's face it. In today's uncertain times, simple conversations about your health can have powerful results. There's something you are likely eating every day. It can negatively affect your waistline, complexion, and overall health. On the Dr. Gundry podcast, Stephen Gundry, a renowned cardiothoracic surgeon and New York Times best-selling author, cuts through the BS to help you make better health choices. You have the ability to heal yourself if you give yourself the right ingredients to do it with. Dr. Gundry has spent the last 20 years empowering people around the world to help reverse and prevent some of our most serious ailments through the power of diet and lifestyle changes. You will change 90% of you. You will be a brand new you. Tune in to the Dr. Gundry podcast to start your health journey. Listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Because I'm Dr. Gundry, and I'm always looking out for you. It's for crying out loud. It sure is. What's happening? I feel like happening. I feel like uh, Dr. Bruce with all my papers. I like, know. Whoa. I know. Oh, do you guys want to hear about uh, <laughs> Let's say hi. Yes. Why wouldn't we? Hi. Hi Carrie Berry. She's so she's she really a, is a very good friend. She really is. Mm-hmm. Unlike uh, Valerie Fenwick. Mm. Sometimes sometimes not. Kelly Luther Vandross. Hey, Kelly. Love you. Hero. We love you, Hero. Everybody loves Hero. Everybody. All his kids. Totally. His million kids, especially (laughs) David. His million kids. Krista Stroop. Hi, Krista. What? Get the strap. (laughs) Gabby Fonseca and Missy Schaefer. I love those two. They're darling. They are so sweet. They're America's sweethearts. I know. Liz Elsasser, that she's oh, one sassy mofo. She is. Stephanie Stinker Rinker. Hi, Hi Steph. Steph. You don't stink. Ishan Vajpe. Ooh, Ishan. Bow chicka bow bow. <laughs> See, I wonder what his reaction is when we do that. I don't know. Does he we roll saw his eyes. Well, we saw him in the uh, Zoom, Zoom yeah. and we gave him a hard time, and right. he seemed to so yeah. He, he can take he's it. Very cool. He's like a cool customer. Totally. I love that. Rebecca Lubin. Hey, Rebecca. Oh, they're pretty stupid oh. red hair. <laughs> so shiny. So jealous. Kelly Brandt. She oh, is your she is your aunt. Yes. I was watching Friends over the weekend and they that that's where I got that line from, by the way. She'll always have a tic tac. <laughs> 
Um, okay, Randy mm-hmm. Mae Ames. She's got three names. Yes. Can't Nothing bad to that. say about her. <laughs> Angie Saldivar. Oh, Angie's got that nice name too. I see she made an effort. She texted me. Oh, she a while did? Ago. Yeah, I didn't text her back yet. Bitch. I know. What the fuck? Me? Hey. Yeah. Michelle mm. McKibben. Mm. Hey, Michelle. She can take a ribbon. Amy Hunt. Hi, Amy. Aaron Lan. Who this? Who this? Alicia Escalante. Escalante. Some paisana. <laughs> Leslie Wyckoff. Sarah Leslie? Stefano. That's uh, my other paisano. <laughs> <laughs> nice to have you guys. We love you guys. Ride. What's happening? Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, you went to a super spreader event. Yeah, I That's did. That's how you opened up to me while we were not wearing masks in the lobby. In the lobby. And you're like, um. You better stand not just six feet, 12 feet. So you didn't mean I to. I didn't mean to. It just sort of happened. So, all right. I think I talked about my girlfriend Dawn before on Patreon maybe one time or something. I mentioned her. Is she the one with a head injury? Yes. Okay. She fell in Vegas and right. yes, she had to get stitches in her head. She was in the hospital for like two – like 10 days. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and she has like all these side effects ever since. Like she used to be able to drive, no problemo. I mean she was – she was Glenn's first girlfriend. Right. When I met Glenn and I didn't know Glenn had a girlfriend and I remember like being at Glenn's house swimming and then I remember seeing like red – Cowboy boots sticking out of the bushes. Did I tell you that? Yes, yeah. She was spying on us and she was going to kick my ass and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So we've been friends since I was 15. She was 16. Okay. Yeah. She was a spitfire back then. Mm -hmm. And uh, and, and yeah, so she hasn't gone out in a long time. She had a a bad falling out with her and her husband and these other – another couple that I also grew up with. they were really close. They would travel all the time. But you know what's interesting is as they got older, they had kids, right? So now their kids are are this, around the same age and they would go to Vegas. They would go on vacations all the time, the two families. Right. And the two kids grew up together. So the other couple, they have two boys and then she's got one daughter. Dawn's got a daughter. And they're, okay. they're all around the same age. Okay. It's interesting because I mean this really isn't it, – it, they – the t- her daughter ended up dating one of the boys. The, the daughter right now is 21, 22. Okay. OK. So she's dating one of the boys' best friend. OK. Hence this – which just caused a domino effect and just made people on both sides upset about things and I guess and they had a huge falling out. Huge. Um like I think that one of the boys was jealous about it, even though that she's like a sister. Don's daughter is like right, a sister to right. him. Had he always maybe carried a torch? For I her? think so. We everybody. I mean, everybody thinks that. Yeah. So, or he's too overprotective, or something, and it just it caused a lot of friction. And so now they don't talk. And that was like her. I mean, they got tattoos on their wrist, matching tattoos. They went to an all Catholic girl school in Studio City together. And um, now they don't Immaculate speak. Immaculate Heart? No, Carvalis. Oh, haven't heard of it. Mm-mm. It's not one of the big ones. <laughs> it was Carvalis. I wonder if anybody out there knows what I'm talking. We have a lot of people that Live are from the valley. Yeah, yeah, like the valley and stuff. So, yeah, so she, my girlfriend Dawn, really hasn't had a lot of friends. And so Suzanne and I try and keep up with her and we keep right. in touch. But the the Patreon we did, not not to like uh, out the Patreon, but it had to do with the fact that other friends were kind of concerned about her, right? Right, right. And her, you know, brain injury. Right. Yeah. But she's been But she really acted a little bit weird before that. She's always been a little kooky. Yeah. So right. it's so hard to tell what's the difference between her right. and her brain injury. Right. It's funny though because everybody – she makes fun of her brain injury. But um, but she and her husband are really close. They get – you know, the daughter's out of the house and they've been married 23 years. And I know Suzanne and I have talked about it. Like we should have Dawn over more often. We think she's lonely, you know, blah, blah, blah. So um, I was talking to her the other day and I was like, Dawn, you know, why don't you just come down? 
because she lives kind of far. I said, why don't you just come down, spend spend the night with me. I have a guest room. Hang out with me, you know, for 24 hours. Just come down. She loved it. Like, oh, my God, she was so excited. You're talking about your Malibu house. Yes, in Malibu. Right. Yeah. Right. So you had another, like, girls weekend. Yes, another girls weekend. So, um, yeah, so she – she was so excited and I said, you know, we'll just <clears> – <throat> That's got to be like a special treat. It, is, it was. Yeah. Yeah. It really was. And she – and Suzanne – Suzanne was like she couldn't come. But she's like, Lynette, just know you're doing a good thing. <laughs> I go, I, I love Dawn. And she's like, no, but I really – Suzanne is a worry wart. And she's like, I do worry about her because she is by herself a lot. Her husband works a lot. And so – Anyway, so she came down and coincidentally, Mike Gerstein is in town, okay? And Glenn sent me a text and so Glenn sent me our other friend Scott who really we're close with and uh, Mike Gerstein and and said that there's a band – one of his friends' bands playing at this like outdoor bar area in Ventura County. Okay. Which is sort of close to Malibu, sort of. Yeah. Like I wazed it. It was only like 35, 40 minutes. Okay. So I said to Don, Don. And if you've had a couple of cocktails, you could do that even faster. Totally. <laughs> I'd get there faster. It's a shame because I really could get there faster if I didn't take Uber. But yeah, so I, I said like Don, her and Glenn were, you know, boyfriend and girlfriend. They still are. They still talk, you know. Right. They actually had a huge falling out over politics. I'll oh. say that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's what the Patreon was kind of about too. Right. She was like – she's she hates Trump. Right. And Glenn has always been conservative and he – you know, like they would argue. I don't know. I didn't get – they would constantly send – try and get me. Like they would send me a text. I would get this – like all of a sudden Glenn would send me a text and said, Don fucking thinks I'm – Don called me a racist asshole. You're like, I, I don't care. You guys argue. This what is this? 1987? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You two are fucking arguing all over, all over again. Like, leave me out of it. Um, they had a huge falling out after not falling out, but they they bet a thousand dollars on the election. He took Trump. She took Biden. And he's pissed, and he took it out like he was yelling at her. I don't know. They got in a huge fight. So when she came over on Saturday, I said, I just got a text from Glenn. And she's like, yeah, I didn't get a text from Glenn. I said, well, I told him, I said, that's crazy because Don's coming over. Maybe we will come. I don't know. And he was like, yeah, he, I don't know. He said some shit about Don. And I go, yeah. I, he I probably doesn't want to pay her her money. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, <laughs> so are there any ATMs out there? Right. In Ventura? Yes. I know. For you to stop at before we get there? She was like, pay up, motherfucker. <laughs> So she was like, "I yeah, Glenn didn't send me a text. I go, it's fine. Glenn knows you're with me. He doesn't, you know Glenn. He's not going to be mad. And uh, so she was really excited. She goes, Lynette, I have not had, like, no, but like everybody else, like nobody's really done anything this year in 2020. And she was like, I have not been out of the house all year, like since the beginning. Right. You know, she really has been trying to, you know, heal and stuff from her injury. So She's like, I would love to see everybody. Oh, my God. And I would too because I haven't seen Mike Gerstein in a long time. So I'm like, but let's check this place out. What is it? Where is the band's playing? So it was an indoor, outdoor. The band was indoors, but they open it up so you can sit outdoor and, you know, it's one of those kinds of places. So you could be indoors? Yeah, there was people. I thought that's not uh, allowed yet or maybe in Ventura it is. Maybe. Or maybe they're considered indoor out. I don't know, but yeah, they had tables indoors. Oh wow! But Glenn got there early to reserve a table. And, okay, and and Glenn, is, even though he's a Trump, he was a Trump supporter. He uh, he always like he believes in the masks and the COVID. He's not that he's not that crazy. So he doesn't think that people that wear masks are pussies. No, he doesn't. <laughs> oh, wow, <laughs> who the fuck would think that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. he doesn't go that far. Okay, you know he's got a wife and he's got three kids, and I love that he's got three. He's got three daughters mm-hmm. and a boy, which I love because he was such a dick when he was a teenager to girls, especially to Dawn. So, 
but now he's the sweetest guy. Anyway, so – and Mike is liberal and so is Scott, the other ones. So I you know, I know that there's going to be arguing and stuff. I was like, right. I'm excited. All right, <laughs> let's go. I said, let's do it. Let's go. So we'll wear our mask. We'll sit outside and we'll take an Uber. So we went and it was so much fun to see everybody. I mean – it when you haven't seen these guys like your friends that you that you grew up with right and everybody knows like these jokes and the stories and this and that yeah it's great was anybody like Lynette I've heard your podcast I know you talk about our group Glenn and Glenda Glenn listens every now and then because he's full of himself and yeah. I told him one time that I talked about him so now he's like oh really and then he's like I like your po-, like sent me a text once I like your podcast you guys sound so cute or something and I'm like yeah okay don't listen <laughs> yeah that's me to everybody they're like what do you do for a living right. oh I have a podcast please don't listen to it mm-hmm. <laughs> wait where should I so how do I do it you don't I know you don't, don't listen yeah it's really right. hard it's too complicated right You're it's not either that or you have the friends that don't give a fuck like, oh what, well, you got a podcast? That's so actually what? all my friends. Yes. All the rest of them are like Mike is like, yeah, so what? You got a podcast, big deal. I go, I talk about you sometimes. Like, yeah, all right. Good. <laughs> oh, my friends that I've been friends with for for 15 years since I had LB are oh, I'll get this. Like I'll say, "Oh, I was blah blah blah, I was recording my podcast." And they're like, "I've got to listen to no. that sometime." <laughs> no, but it's no, just, I know don't. they're not going to though. I'm like, "Well, it's already been 10 years. I've been doing the podcast 10 years and you haven't thus far, so I'm not that concerned." Right. You're not going to all of a no, sudden right. be like, "Listen, I finally listened to your podcast." <laughs> That's not going to happen. No. Except for with John, and he always listens. This is the one that you. Uh, the one time that I ra- say something that upsets him, Tinglefoot. Call him a dad bot, or <laughs> oh yeah, conf- laugh about his Tinglefoot, and that's the one he chooses to listen <laughs> right. to. And then I have to be confronted, yes, with uh, him uh-huh. holding and the phone. He holds his phone up where he's recorded the one area, and and then I'm like. Oh my God! How come you don't listen to the rest of the episodes right. where I say other not so bad things about right. you, but still bad? <laughs> <laughs> Kidding, John. I'm sure you're listening to this. That. Oh my God! I know. Nobody like, else gives a shit. I go on like a John sabbatical for you know six months after right. the last bad yeah, thing. Yeah, because you, you're, you're, you're. And then I finally go. It's like trunk. the groundhog coming out to just see what the. I'm like. Oh, he hasn't listened in a really long time. I could complain Let about this complain one thing. About this. And then boom. Boom. The hammer comes yes, down. Yes. Totally. But anyway, go on. Okay. Yeah. So you're so, so you're, we go. you get there. We get there. We uh you know, see everybody. They're all sitting outside. They got a table and we're we're just it was so we were so happy to see each other. Everybody was hugging and blah, 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 you know, and then we sit down and uh um and then I don't know. Like we were just talking and having a good time and the band wasn't coming on until like another hour from the time we got there. Right. So, you know, at least we could talk and not scream at each other. You right. Know, once the band starts playing, it gets loud. Right. With We didn't even notice. All of a sudden I look around. The fucking place is packed. Oh. The indoors, the outdoors, everywhere. It was packed with people. And I'm going like – and luckily we were we were in a good spot. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I would say let's. And there is nothing else going on in that city. Like there's everything is sh- around us is shut down. Yeah, it's not like we can go. Hey, let's go sit over there. There was nothing else. In fact, it's weird because I almost went to go see something in Ventura. It was a uh, oh, it was the the Yachtly Yachtly Crew oh. Band was playing, but they were at a drive-in. But it was going to be a whole kasha. Really? I was yeah. I was like. At I don't a know. You buy a ticket. It's this big outdoor place, Ventura. It's like the Ventura Fairgrounds. Oh, okay. And then you have to, but it was like you pull up your car, and then it's like for you buy a ticket for this what in sections, and it's a drive-in. And I was like, and then they're like, you can't you if you get outside of your car, you can be outside of your car, but only if you're right next to your car. Like right. you could put a chair next right next to your car but you're within a little so they're very they're very strict mm-hmm. and it seemed um like just not that fun right to be in what's the fun? yeah i know sit in a car and listen to yachtly crew with yeah i mean well you know me i'd probably like that anyway but right. it seemed like a hassle to drive all the way to ventura to be in my car at a right. drive-in and i was like that just seems hard yeah so i didn't but i'm surprised that there's places there that mm-hmm. have live music and don't and are in, indoor outdoor. They're indoor outdoor. At least this place. Okay. They didn't seem like they gave a fuck. 
Like they – I was watching them like, OK, so now the place is getting packed. People for the most part had masks on and then I start to look around. Then you start seeing the masks come off. Then you start seeing people getting up and walking over to the bar. Now there's people at the bar and they're talking and screaming at each other and they have their masks off. Oh, no. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, this is not good. I don't even trust the drink. You know, I don't want to get anything to drink because I don't want people spitting into my drink. You know what I mean? I'm, I don't want to go. The waitress is nowhere to be found. And she's got her mask on. But still, like, I don't mm, I don't want her to walk it from. So I had like one beer because it was in a bottle. And, and then like somebody else got a bunch of beers for us and took the chance and went to the bar. And then uh, that was it. Like we had two beers. I would not have hugged them goodbye. Mm-mm. But I did. <laughs> Thank you for your honesty. I did. But, you know, for the most part, we were outside and we stayed outside. And I don't say that for the most part. I didn't even go inside to pee. I didn't go out. I didn't, I didn't go in. I stayed outside. But Don stayed outside. Uh, the, the guys would go and get the beers and stuff like that. But I didn't. And Don had to really pee and she like – basically held her breath and went in. But, you know, and then I had the spray, the antibacterial spray. I was spraying everybody down. So, you know, I I believe that I was pretty careful. Mm-hmm. You know, the next morning I thought about it and I was – I felt like – I wouldn't say I felt safe, but I felt like I was good. And then like at the end of the night, Mike, who's an insane driver and drives like a maniac, tells us that he's driving for Lyft back home where he lives. He drove out from Arizona. Mike's not exactly the go-getter. Right. He's the no-getter. He's a bricklayer. He's a bricklayer. Now, I, I don't even know what he does. I mean, he's, I don't know, but he's he's driving for Uber and Lyft. And he was like, I'll take you guys home. And I'm like, all right, are you going to wear your mask the whole time, right? He's like, of course. I said, okay. And I said, but I'm serious. I wouldn't like I, you know, Mike. I go, Mike. I you know, like, and Don and I were just like, just just let's all three wear our masks, okay? And he's like, yeah, it's fine. So he fucking drove us like he was fucking with us the whole time. He was driving. He was driving through the canyons, like scaring us and like. I mean, and Mike. That's what I'm still like. Mike and Glenn always. How was drove he driving through canyons though? To Isn't get it back. a straight shot down the one hundred and one, uh, not the no. one the PCH. No, we were in. We were more like inland. You know, we had to get off the freeway and drive. I don't know north. Oh, uh, or whatever, away from the ocean <laughs> with the back to north. You know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, so we were about 20 minutes off the freeway. So he had oh, to get wow. on the freeway. Then he had to take the canyon. He had to take like Malibu Canyon home. Oh. Yeah. But we've driven that canyon together a million, kabillion times. And he'd had some drinks. No, he doesn't drink. He's clean and sober. Oh, yeah. what a me. Yeah, I know. I should have gone. I know. You and Mike could have could've a nice – Oh, yeah. Kaylin. Fucking Kaylin. What a party pooper. Speaking um, of drinking, let's talk fertility. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Listen, here's the thing. You never know if you're going to have fertility issues or not. And some people start trying to have kids a little bit later in life these mm-hmm. days. But even if you don't, you know, you could be confronted with a whole host of fertility issues. Right. But guess what? Uh, wouldn't it be great? If a simple finger prick could unlock tons of insight mm-hmm. into your reproductive health, well, now it can. Yes. Modern fertility. They have a test that can help you find out stuff about your egg count, menopause timing. Wow. If your hormone levels indicate conditions like thyroid disorders or PCOS, all things that are good to know whether or not kids are in your future. That's amazing. Yeah. I think this is like – so great. Yeah, I do too. most of my friends have had to do things either go to like expensive doctors right, right off the bat right. or take really expensive oh, elaborate yeah. testing. Right. Or, you know, start with those ovulation kits that, you know, and mm-hmm. then go on with that for like yeah, a long waste time. waste your time doing that. Yeah, now yes. you don't have to. That's why modern 
Fertility was created. It's the easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with the simple finger prick. You mail it in with a prepaid label and you get your personalized results within 10 days. Mm, And right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash FCOL. That means your test will cost $139 instead of the hundreds or thousands it could cost at the doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash FCOL, modernfertility.com slash FCOL. Also, you want to talk about Raycon? Yes, I love. love these things. Okay, they sent they sent a pair to us a while ago, and it wound up in Sunny's hands. And to this day, Sunny's been using these for like at least a year now. He's been mm-hmm. wearing them. He loves this. Is when he goes on his long walks, he uses them. It's it is the Bluetooth. It's like the it's it's perfect. They're wireless earbuds. Earbuds. Yeah, and. It has an amazing quality of sound. Like the, you can, the quality is amazing and the price is amazing. You don't have to pay an arm and a leg, right? Yeah. So for this holiday season, why not get something that they can use uh, for calls, music, work, play, home, at home or on the go or pick up a pair for yourself? Um, trust me, you're going to use them every day. Go to buyraycon.com slash FCOL today to unlock exclusive deals up to 20% off your Raycon order. But hurry, this offer is available for a limited time only and you don't want to miss it. That's buyraycon.com slash FCOL to unlock up to 20% off your Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash FCOL. I like that because it's a good idea Mm-hmm. I'm already starting my holiday shopping. Yeah, are you? Yeah, I like to get on it early. Yeah, that's smart. Every year I say I'm going to do that. You know, well, every year I I do I do start early, but then as it gets to be like you know a week before, I'm like, oh, I, no, I didn't, didn't get do anything. Sadie enough. I yeah. got LB too many things, I and I hate that. Yeah, and I I, I, when you have three kids, it's so hard because. They do. They are aware. Mm-hmm. They can't help themselves. They're aware they of who got what, and mm-hmm. you know, you know. Yes. I always this. So this was a pain in the butt. I told you that uh, LB. So LB just had her birthday. Yeah, I want to know how was the birthdays. Okay, it was really great. Um, so I had planned. So I feel like last week I told you that LB's friends. Mom had COVID, mm-hmm. so we were having our little COVID scare. Right. So I took, so everybody in our little friend group. So she hadn't seen this friend for a week, so it was pretty sure that the girl got the girl's mom got mm-hmm. COVID during that school week. Mm-hmm. Not that she's in school, but you know what I'm saying. Right. And Elby hadn't seen her that whole week. She'd seen her the weekend before, so we were pretty sure our kids were fine and hadn't been exposed to it. Mm-hmm. But obviously, just in case, with Elby's birthday coming up, um, we all got tested. Mm-hmm. Everybody was negative. Mm-hmm. Um, did the cheek swab again. Right. This time, really no weight. Really? It was really easy. Yeah, I just signed up online. Um, and I know some people are going to be like, oh, the cheek swab's not as, uh, not as, what do you call it, reliable. Really? But here's the thing. This is how you have to think of it. Everybody in Elby's little circle – and their parents and siblings got tested, and mm-hmm. we all tested negative. Okay. So it would have to be unreliable in such a way that everybody tested negative. Right, right, exactly. So, I mean, I could understand if one person in the group tested positive, then we might all be like, okay, well, maybe yeah. our results aren't sure. But right. everyone tested negative. So we knew that her mom got uh, exposed after the kids had seen her. Mm-hmm. And then the girl, LB's friend, ended up testing positive. She did? And was sick. She was. Not that sick. Basically said it was like a cold, mm. like a bad cold. Mm-hmm. But, you know, 15 years old. Yeah. And did have symptoms. Wow. So it wow. made me hyper aware of. So I had planned for LB a dinner at, the, at an outdoor place. Mm-hmm. Um, and with. It was going to be seven kids total. Okay. So anyway, we um, we did that. I went with my friend, um, one of the LB's friends, the mom that I always mm-hmm. hang out with. Mm-hmm. And so we – it's so funny because 
You know, even though Elby's turned 16, I mean, there's still like, there's still little still girls, girls in a lot of ways, know. you know, mm-hmm. and my friend was saying, this is funny. I hope she doesn't listen to this. Well, it doesn't really matter. I'm not, it's nothing bad, but this is just like, you know, mom right. chat. Right. Which you guys like to hear the mom chat anyway. Yeah. So it's just the difference of like, everybody thinks that they're like, okay, I was saying that we we I had the reservation for seven, and then I had forgotten that I wanted to be at the restaurant because we were going to do cake. Right. I didn't want to just drop, drop them off, off right. and like what give her my credit card. I mean, I could have. Mm-hmm. Look, I could have. I could have just let them go and given them my credit card, and then just come and picked them up afterwards. Mm-hmm. But LB, I know my daughter, and I knew that that would make her a little anxious. I right. knew that she likes to know that there's somebody. Yes, somebody in charge is like that too. Totally. I knew that she would not <clears throat> not want me sitting at her table. Like mm-hmm. she's not five, but at the same time, like wanting to know that I'm in in the vicinity so that she could text me. Right. Which spoiler alert, she did. Mm-hmm. For no big deal, but you know they they they, they want to know that you're around. Totally, right. absolutely. So, but but my. Her friend, her friend, it's my friend Cecily, mm-hmm. was like, we can't, we, uh, oh, so I call the restaurant. I'm sorry. I'm not telling this story in a very pr- broadcast professional manner, <laughs> but here it is. I call the restaurant on the day of mm-hmm. and I'm like, hey, I have a reservation for my daughter and her friends for um, for seven. I was like, but I totally forgot that I want to be there too with my mm-hmm. friend. Do you have another table for two? And the li- woman was like, um, Oh, my God. And what did she call me? She kept calling me like, dear. Oh. I was like, you are 20 years old. Oh, she was that's like, so worse. hi, you know, it's Stacy or whatever. And yeah. um, how can I help you? And then mm-hmm. I said, oh, well, um, you know, can I have this table? And she was like, oh, I'm sorry, dear. Oh, what? I, oh what are you, my grandma? Right. Oh, dear. That. She's like, yeah, sorry, dear. Um, No, we don't do reservations for tables for two. <laughs> and I said, She's like, it's first come, first serve. And I said, okay, but why? you can't just earmark a table for Mm -hmm. me knowing that I'm going to be there. Right. Because I have a reservation for the seven. (laughs) (laughs) So you can't designate. You can't fucking rope off a table for me. Mm -hmm. Sorry, dear. No. Oh, oh." I was like, well, can you – is there someone you could just check with? I wasn't trying to be a Karen, but Uh I was like – Let's mm-hmm. just double check because right. it doesn't make sense, yes. right? Yes. That you can't put a – Especially when you have oh, a table. All right. Hold on. She comes back. I'm sorry, dear. Yeah, we won't be able to do that. I said, well, what do you think is going to be like the wait? Oh, I have no way of knowing. But when you come, you see if there's a table available. So I call my friend. Mm-hmm. Oh, and she says, but the table that your kid's going to be at is a long table. So you and your friend could probably sit at the end of the table and it won't even like interfere with the – <laughs> So I call Cecily. I'm like, hey. So you know, me being a no-getter, mm-hmm. I had forgotten to try to make a reservation. But it wouldn't have mattered anyway because they don't take reservations for two. Right. So I said – they said we could possibly sit at the end of where the kids – and she's like, No, absolutely not. Like these kids, they're too old. Like they're not going to want us sitting at their table. So I was like, yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree. But um, I'm just saying like we should just go there, suss it out. And Mm -hmm. uh, if if it seems like we can do that, then we can. Otherwise, she's like, no, no, no. We should go to another restaurant like in the Mm -hmm. neighborhood. Mm Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, but it is a Friday night. Like, it might be hard. I go, we'll just play it by ear. We'll yeah. see. We'll see what happens. Right. So we get there, we tell them the situation, and they're like, oh, oh, there's an hour wait. Of course, for tables. Okay. Then, so my friend is just adamant about we can't sit with these kids. They're so independent. She was like, my daughter would kill me, which I kind of understand. But here's the thing that I said to my friend. I was like. They're not that independent. Yeah. Because first of all, her daughter call like we'll go do something and her daughter will be blowing up her phone the whole time, which I pointed out to her. I was like, you think these kids are so independent because they say that. I was like, but Ava, Ava's her daughter. I go, Mm -hmm. Ava calls you all the time. Mm -hmm. Like we'll sit down and your phone is ringing and it's Ava with like a question or whatever. I was like, so it's not like that unusual that I want to be in the restaurant. Right. She was trying to get me to leave the restaurant and go somewhere else. And I was, and then she's like, I haven't seen you. You seem like nervous about this. And I was like, 
no, I'm not nervous, but I'm like, I don't want to leave. I want right. to be in the restaurant right. with them. I understand that totally. It's like it's her birthday. I want to make sure – I don't want to go somewhere else, be in the middle of yeah, eating something totally. and be getting texts from Elby going, are you coming or we're, gonna, right. we're ready for cake or right. whatever, which sure enough is kind of what happened because she had – OK, so – so she starts texting me towards the end. They were they ate their food. It was great. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. They had fun. They ordered whatever they wanted, mm-hmm. which was kind of cute to like right. not pre-order food. I was like, just be reasonable. Don't start ordering a bunch of sushi. Yeah, <laughs> they had Wait, sushi at this they place. G- oh, they did. It was called HQ. It was a gastro pub. Oh, have you ever been there? Oh, I have a friend that goes there all the time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a really cute place. I know that area. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, really cute. It's a little bit like it, – it's reminiscent of like the Hard Rock Cafe. Mm-hmm. There's like guitars on the wall mm-hmm. and it's got a fun like kind of trendy atmosphere right. even right. though it's in Woodland Hills, California. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, and it was all outdoor seating mm-hmm. and they're sitting at this little like a wooden bench and right. it was like they're playing music and it was fun. Mm-hmm. But then I get a text from Albie. She's like, are we um, are we leaving soon? And I said, oh, well, are you guys wrapping up? She goes, yeah, we're done eating. And I was like, I mean, oh, OK, well. They eat fast. You know like that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like kids usually are – like Sonny and Natalia, they're done. Like they're ready for dessert. They yeah. eat like five, six bites and then they're yeah. kids these days. Yeah. But then LB starts saying, mom, I'm just um, – this person wants to know like what time their dad should come get them and this person wants to know like – and I said, well, well we're going to do cake. Mm-hmm. And then she's – like she keeps sending me texts back and forth. So finally I just go over to her table. And so where I, did you guys go? You So we were there. Oh, stayed. so they ended yeah. up finding a table for us. Okay. They sat them and then they're like, you know what? We found you a table, which but it wasn't yeah, that busy, that. dear. <laughs> You're not busy, dear. There's nobody really – there's not every table's filled up, dear. Mm-hmm. Somehow mm-hmm. it wasn't – a dearie wasn't there, but – Somebody right. else was just like, oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, we found you a spot. Mm-hmm. I was like, we were like, OK, great. So we ate our food. They mm-hmm. ate their food. But I started getting texts like, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So then I go over and then Elby says, I was like, well, we're going to do cake. So she says, well, I'm like, what? I don't. Can we just go home? What? Can we take, can we take the girls mm-hmm. minus one? Back to our house. She wanted the f- – and I said, why? And she's like, mom, you know I have social anxiety. I don't uh, want people singing me happy birthday at the table. I don't like it. I don't want like that focus. Oh, really? And you know mm. what though? See, here's the thing. Like I know my kid. My other friend – and I think I was telling you this on the podcast last week. My friend who ha- who sets who set the bar really high yes. and like made it – Well, Totally. Yeah, got, got made her brunch and shit and got All her that, sushi for lunch. Yes. Yeah. That mom was like telling me about how she bought all this stuff at Party City and she decorated the restaurant where her daughter was having her thing. Remember? And I was like, I'm not fucking going to Party City. Yeah, no. Well, guess who went to Party City? I was like, <laughs> but then when I was in Party City going, Lara, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm not going to go crazy because – Elvie won't like that. Right. She will not like that. Right. She doesn't want people walking by their table going, oh, somebody's turning 16. Yeah, right, right. She would hate that. Mm-hmm. So I found one little thing that sits on the table and has got like little like uh-huh, sparkly, little sparkly things. things coming off mm-hmm, of it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. It was like five yeah. bucks and it yeah, it's like it's, sits on a little weighted thing and right. then it has a – and you could put a little birthday sign on top. Uh-huh. So I put on there um, – this card that says 100% that birthday bitch oh, with a picture cute. of Lizzo. So That's I put that cute. in there. So I put that on their table and then I had plates that just said 16 mm-hmm. on them for the actual cake. Oh, cute. But I did not put any banner up. Right, which right, right. She would have died. Right. So And sure enough, she was like, I don't want to do cake here. I want to do it at home. Mm-hmm. So was the plan for all the girls to go back to your house? No, that was not the plan. The plan was to have cake at the restaurant and then see a sayonara. Right. Like and drop so every, she, I was going to drop them off at home. OK. And so she knew that there was going to be cake, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. But then once she got there and she's there, she decided she, she was like, I don't want to yeah. do that. I'd rather yeah. do it at home. Yeah. So I was like, OK. So I so one girl left. And then the – so 
it was LB. And, and these girls were all tested for COVID, by the mm-hmm. way, because they were part of her. That's her little group. Right. Um, so I brought them back to our house and then we cut cake and that was it. And it was oh, fun. That's nice. Yeah. But then I have a little addendum to that story. Well, so the next day, two mm-hmm. days later, mm-hmm. Julie's daughter, mm-hmm. Bella, right. had – so she already had – her birthday was um, in mid-October. Mm-hmm. But her grandma, Bella, Julie's mom, planned a brunch – or no, not a brunch, high tea at the Peninsula Hotel. How cute. For her daughter. And LB – it was LB. It was like five or six of them total. Oh, my God, Lynette. Have you ever had tea at the peninsula? No. This thing is so fucking fancy. Kaylin, have you had high tea at the peninsula? <laughs> um, I have not, but there was a, a fan of this show and Adam's show, and he lives in England, and he came over here and he took me to like the Magic Castle, and it was really cool. And when I went over there, he said, have you ever had tea before? And I said, no. And so he took me and my mom and my brother too what I think you're talking about. It's like high tea with the little sandwiches. Yes. It yes. was very fancy. Yeah. So That's the girls peninsula. came home. Cute. They took them. Her, Bella's grandma, Julie's mom, spoiled the shit out of them. It was so cute. They went oh. in like one of those, like a Mercedes, like a limo van. Wow. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's like a party yes. van right. with like, we with like little curved sofa yes. in there. You she see made like them, on like the housewives. Yes, they, yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she made them. They all had a little apple cider uh, in champagne flutes. Uh, uh, cheers before they left. They got on the little cute. party bus, and I brought the menu from the high tea with me. You did? Yes. It says. Um, so Elbie, le- she was like high as a kite. She's like, Mom, <laughs> this was the fanciest thing I've ever been to. They all wore dresses and heels. Oh, my God. Yes. And it was um, this outdoor – there was a harp player, mm-hmm. a harpist mm-hmm. sitting with them, mm-hmm. pl- playing my them God. harp music. And she said that she was like uh, – they brought out like a tower, right, like a mm-hmm. three-story little thing with like stuff on it. And Elby said her first reaction was like, oh, that's not going to be enough food. For all of us, like it had these little sandwiches on one and some little desserts on the top, and then LB's like, and then I realized we were all getting one because like, oh they God. brought out one and put it in front of Bella. Really? Yeah. So, so it she thought they were going to oh, and there were these little menus. Okay. So LB thought they were going to order from the right. little menus, and she was like, and then it turned out we got all of this stuff. Are so you serious? This is what they were all getting. Afternoon tea. Then they have it listed savory. House smoked salmon with cream che- and cream cheese. These are, I guess, mm-hmm. the sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Cucumber, herb, cream cheese, and dill. Mm-hmm. Pastrami, horseradish, pickles, mustard, caviar. Curried chicken, almond, raisin. Lobster roll, caviar, dill. Crab salad, parsley. Chervil. How do you pronounce that? Somebody's sure. going to make fun of me, right. but whatever. So that's that's just that's just the that's- sandwiches. Insane. Yes. And then for the sweets, there's cinnamon apples, cranberry with cranberry cherry sorbet, oh my scones, God. and gluten free pumpkin loaf. Mm-hmm. How LA is this? I know. Chocolate pot de creme mm. with cilantro for some reason, pumpkin spice eclair, camembert mm. crostini with blueberry honey gelée. Uh huh. Gelée, tarragon, mandarin layer cake, Ooh. persimmon macaron, oh. and peninsula cap cake. Wow. It was very fall. And then they have Got a whole the pen- tea selection. Yeah, so that was their special menu. The pumpkins and the persimmons. I'm like, my fucking daughter is living her best life. Oh, yeah. How come I'm not being invited to tea right. at the fucking peninsula? <laughs> I know. How'd I get hurt? <laughs> That's a great any, idea. I know you and me were raised the same way. Yeah. I don't have any fucking Is sweet there? 16, but nothing. No. Nobody cared about no. me turning 16. Nobody cared. I remember that. I remember my mom did a barbecue, her classic burnt barbecue chicken. Because she turned the flame all the way up high and uh, bossing Suzanne around to help clean up <laughs> afterwards. Like that was – it was Suzanne and I think Dean and Wendy came and maybe a couple other friends. But that was it. That was my 16th. I didn't have any – like nothing. Nothing. I don't remember anything possibly special happening. Mm-mm. Oh, Kaylin. Want to talk about ritual? Ad. 
Let's talk about How ritual. Speaking of kids, Lynette. Yes. You know. Ritual. Birthdays and kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. the kid, These kids, they need vitamins. Yes, they do. You know, not just us grownups, but the kids need vitamins and they don't like to take them. No, they don't. But now we have ritual. Every time I take my kids to the pediatrician, they're like, are you giving them vitamins? Right. I'm like, well, I am now because ritual <laughs> came out with a teen formula. That's with the, right. With the kit for the kids. That's right. That's great. And for picky eaters, by pickier parents, Ritual knows how difficult it can be to get your kids the nutrients they need. So that's why they made Essentials for Kids to help fill gaps in the diets of ages 4 through 12 without making a single compromise to quality or taste. My kids love it. They love it. Yeah, they're it's so good. Fine. It doesn't it's, – it's perfect. And my kids do like taking vitamins. Well, at least Sonny does. He's like an old man. Um, and they not only do they have a natural citrus berry flavor, but they also uh, are convenient by design. Each gummy features a three-in-one design that combines a daily multi, a vegan omega-3, DHA, and a good source of fiber per serving. How wrong? You can't go wrong with that. No, you really can't. Your kids take that every day. They'll be, you know, they'll be sitting pretty. Yeah. Yeah. So when it comes to what goes into your kids' bodies, they, they've got being picky down to a science. That's why Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off during your first three months. Go to ritual.com slash FCOL to start Ritual or add Essential for Kids today. Also, let's talk about our favorite Tommy John. <gasps> Love Tommy John. Oh, my Listen, God. it's getting cold. It's winter. And it's supposed to be a brutally cold winter as well. So uh, you know what? Tommy John has something for you. Fight yeah. the cold. Fight with cozy and start stockpiling Tommy John bras, underwear, loungewear, and pajamas. So Super I have soft. this pair of Tommy John lounge pants. Well, I have two pairs. Mm-hmm. But I have this pair that's like pink and they have one of those – they have like a, the elastic. It's like a silver elastic waistband that yeah. sort of you see on the top of like men's underwear. You right. know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. They are so cute. So cute. And they're buttery soft. Totally. And I've been wearing them to bed every night. I know. I wear cold. them all the time now. Yes. The house is chilly. Yeah. Yeah. So they have the loungewear, but they also have the softest, you know, T-shirts and underpants and Bras, everything. bralettes. Yes. So uh, they got men's and women's. Say goodbye to old stained sweatpants and get their loungewears that's luxuriously soft and guaranteed to fit perfectly. Um, there's no risk with Tommy John. You'll get your best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee. Order now and you'll make sure you'll have your gifts arrive by the holidays. Perfect gifts. Go to TommyJohn.com slash FCOL for $25 off site-wide. Get $25 off for a limited time only at TommyJohn.com slash FCOL. TommyJohn.com slash FCOL. See site for details. All right. So um, what else was I going to tell you? Albie's birthday. What about how's the twins' birthdays coming? Oh. Birthday planning. So, okay. So after I got the COVID test back, so Sadie has a friend. Can I ask you a question? How do I find – I want to go get tested. How do I find a place? So I don't know if this is around the country, but I think I told – there's a place. It's called Curative, Mm -hmm. Mm C-U-R-A-T-I-V-E. I just Googled it and then they do free testing and they have all these drive through I don't know if they're all drive through, but that's the company that's doing them. And okay. uh, and yeah, it's free. You just you give them your insurance information anyway, but they don't charge your insurance company. Okay. Or I don't know. Maybe they. I don't know. But um, so you can find and place. then you find the place closest to you that's okay. doing it. Okay. And then you just you just make an appointment, and they have tons of appointments. Uh huh. Yeah. You could make one that day. You can okay. just go. Okay, I want a one in like an hour. Wow. All and right. then you just get in line in your car and then you get the little kit and then you – or mm-hmm. you could go to any like um, an urgent care. Right. And it's covered by your insurance and mm-hmm. then you can go – or you could go to um, – yeah, just Google a COVID testing. Yeah, I'm going to. I know. It does – everything seems hard. You're like, uh I know. Everything – like people, when people go, just call your doctor. That never works for me. Mm-mm. That never works. I don't know why. Especially you know? our doctor. Especially our doctor. He's busy. He's <laughs> busy. He's busy, busy guy. Being abused. Yeah. Uh, that's a Patreon reference. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So here's something that's going on with me. I can't stop eating. Oh. God, I can't. I thought I would eventually get used to the COVID thing and I would stop like right. eating constantly. Right. But no. Yeah. It's still going on. Yeah. I'm still not exercising. So we're both in great shape. I re- I was looking at my keychain the other day and I'm like, what is this? Oh, LA Fitness. I remember yeah, that. Yeah. I have a it's of- on your keychain. It's part of your – like you see it all the time. Right. I, know. I was like, do I still pay for this? Right. <laughs> I wonder if the gyms That's are still charging us. That's a good question. That's happened to me before. I was like, what? I'm still a member somewhere <laughs> of a gym? What? I can't imagine going back either. Like I feel like people have gotten used to getting their exercise another way. It just seems unseemly to go exercise next to somebody. Yeah, it does. Oh, like I I hold back my privacy, please. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. If I want to stop and go get something to eat in the middle of my workout, I want to be able to do that. I can't do that at the gym. I know. If you want to like put on your podcast and listen to it on the speaker. You can't right. do that at the gym. No. I remember one time I was on the phone. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking. I walk in and I was like still talking and I get right on – I zone in on my favorite ellip- – um, was it um, – maybe it was a bike. And I zone in on it and I got on it and I started pedaling and I was like, yeah, OK. All right. So just call me when you get the email. And the woman comes and she goes, honey, I don't need to hear what your whole day is all about. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I'm so fucking sorry because I hate when people do that and I'm the jackass that was doing it. But, yeah, I do. I mean, I don't miss the gym at all. And I've been going since I was a kid. Yeah, I've been going for years. Yeah. I don't – I can't picture myself there anymore. No. (laughs) Walking in and like finding parking. I know. But the alternative is I just don't exercise. Right. (laughs) It's not like I found a better way. Exactly. Like how else am I going to get there? Because my routine was to drop the kids off at school and then get in the car and go straight to the gym. Don't get home. Don't go straight to the gym. Otherwise, I'd never work out. So now how am I supposed to work out when I'm not taking the kids to school? What am I supposed to do now? I know. Make time to do it? Fuck that. I feel really guilty about the fact that my life in some ways is so much better Mm -hmm. with – no school. I know. And I know we talked about this last week. I think a lot of people are week. getting comfy being home and being in their own routine. Yeah. And the the thing is every morning I would hit the ground running. It was just like yes. I felt every morning eyes open up and you're like, OK. And you know, I've, I'm, you know mm-hmm. even though our listeners yell at us, you know I'd still be making lunches. Right. Oh, you yeah. know I would. Yeah, totally. Because why – why do I do this stuff? Because my kids are too lazy to do it and then right. I'm too lazy to make – to yell at them for being right. too lazy. Right. <laughs> too lazy to yell at them for being lazy. That's true. It is. I know. And then John gets upset with me. He doesn't get upset, upset, but he gets like, don't do their chores for them. And I'm I like, know. but they're but not going to the do it. Right. They are not going to do it. I does – I nag and nag and nag. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be proactive. Right. And – then John's answer to that is, well, OK, then they should just take the trash out every day. But mm-hmm. I'm like, but it's not full every day. Right. What I would like is for them to – when they go to throw something in the recycle, mm-hmm. which is next to the regular trash, instead of going like, oh, that's full, so I'll just put it on top. Uh-huh. And then they start building a freaking trash tower. Yes. Instead of doing that, when it, when your next move is to go on top uh-huh. of the recycle. Balancing it on top. That mm-hmm. should be – a communication between the recycle and you right. that it's time to take it out. Yes. How does that it's not never gonna strike happen. you as like annoying for me that you're started to build on top? Mm-hmm. Because then I go and I'm like, okay, so I guess I'm taking out the trash. Right. Because guess what they do? They sneak and do that like at night and then they, – oh, they're in school in the morning mm-hmm. doing their school Can't online do it. school. Can't do it. Absolutely. I know. And John goes, why don't you wait for them to do it? And I'm like, because in the meantime, I still have to use the trash. Right. (laughs) I have that. How about that? Like, you know, that whole thing too where I put them in charge of – like I'll tell Natalia, you are in charge of the vacuuming. Phil's hair is everywhere. Okay. So – and then she'll – whenever she wants something. So, okay. So her friend wants to come over. Okay. But did you do your chores? Absolutely, I'm going to do them. What do you mean you're going to do them? <laughs> what do you mean gonna? 
No. Get the vacuum out. Before they come, you need to vacuum. Right. Yeah. Right. They just oh, I'm don't. going to. They don't. They just don't. And so now I got to sit there and go up and down stairs with a, f- you know, it's like you sit stepping into a cloud of hair just flying everywhere constantly and I can't take it. I can't take it. I have to vacuum. Yeah. That the I do too. Or how about when how about when I get in trouble with Adam and Brittany and they're like, just let them make their own lunches. Let them let the, when they're hungry they'll eat. Then you don't have to order them stuff. They'll eat. Well, they don't though, right? And then what happens is they get hangry and then they get irritated. And anything I, you know, anything I say is going to you know set them off. So I have no like I just. I just want them to get it over. Just eat. You know what I mean? Like, okay, so I'll make yourself something to eat. What do you want? So I'll make it while they're in their class so it's ready when they come out. But it's like I should be like, what are you guys eating tomorrow during school? What are you going to eat? I try every night to tell them that, every night. And they're always like, yeah, that sounds good. And then the day comes and they're like, I'm not interested. I don't want that. I don't want something else. Too bad, you know. But – well, it's yeah. Too bad is uh, in our in a fantasy world. Right. Too bad. too bad. All these people. I know we've talked about this a million times too. But the whole thing. I refuse to be a short order cook. Right. Well, then your kids are not eat. If I was a kid who had a parent who was like, I'm not a short order cook. Right. And so I didn't eat. Like right. I. I mean, I didn't. I certainly didn't starve. Uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just saying it kind of sucked yes, because I didn't – I would have to make go make myself like a hot dog I know. or whatever. See, I or think s- about that. When I was a kid, like I was always hungry but there was never anything to eat, you know? Right. And no, no one was cooking me shit, you know, or making me stuff. My mom, she was a horrible cook by the way. But she wouldn't – you know, she wasn't making my lunches and shit. I had to, I had to figure that out. Yeah, but my mom would make my lunches and they were – Horrible mm-hmm. tuna, like stuff I didn't like. It, 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 she, like, she didn't even remember if I would tell her I don't like. I remember one of her favorite things to make me, and I'm sure it was because I didn't like it: mm-hmm. cream cheese and jelly sandwiches. And I thought that was so disgusting. And I told <laughs> her I don't like it. Like it was to the point. I was kind of a picky eater as a kid, mm-hmm. so I did not like a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I had a limited palate. I was a lot like Elby when she was younger and because I remember this was like – we're talking I remember this was like second grade. Yeah. I remember very well that almost every day my mom packed me something disgusting for lunch, never taking into account if I told her I'm not, I'm not going to eat it. Right. So she would just pack it anyway. It's like, well, OK. But then I was starving because I had mm-hmm. nothing to eat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The same with me. So I think I carry that memory around and I want yes. them to have food they like right. so that they're not hungry, especially since these days the academics are so much more rigorous. Like, mm-hmm. you know. I know. I know. And also like Natalia, Sunny, they're both burning calories constantly, you know. And I just feel like especially – and then I got to look out for her because every day she's got volleyball and so she's got to eat because there was one time I took her like a week or two ago and she wasn't hungry. And right. then when I pick her up, her face is – she's sweating. Her face is bright red. She gets in the car and the first thing she announces is that she's starving. Right. And I said, well, what about when I told you back home? Can we just go through a drive-thru? Uh, 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 uh. We're going to go home. You're going to eat at home. But sometimes at home there's nothing. So, you know. Right. It's we, just – it's never ending. I know. Oh, my gosh. You know what? You know what is always dependable though? Mm. Geico. Love Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Yeah. Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. But you know what's easy? Bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. And it's a good thing too because you already have so much to do around your home. Yes. We both do. We both do. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. And as always, before we uh, wrap, we have some business shout outs. Yeah. Like our friend, Kathy Friend. Oh, man, I got to talk to her. Do you want to like elevate your style? Do Do you want to start dressing like it's not a quarantine and you haven't totally given up on life? Yes. But you don't know where to start? Go to Kathy Friend 
Kathy with a K dot com and set up like a one on one virtual mm-hmm. appointment with her and help. She'll help you figure out what your colors are good for you, what styles, how to like shade things up, where to get stuff. I need it. I need that. Yeah. So check her out. And then Letty Molina is going to get you some you CBD, mm-hmm. even bacon flavor for the doggies. Um, it's going to help with your dog's allergies, their arthritis. She also she can get you. CBD right. as well. Right. Go to hempworks, W-O-R-X dot com slash L Molina. Sarah Dean hosts the Shameless Mom Academy. It's an awesome podcast. I've been on it. Mm. She's super inspirational, mm. but also funny. It's really good. And fun. And she has great guests. So yeah. check her out, shamelessmom.com. It's fun. Our girl, Michaela Brennan is using her shout-out to bring attention to the LGBT Bar Association and Foundation and their fight against LGBTQ panic, which is just disgusting. Yes. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't even be a thing at all. We shouldn't I even know. have to be fighting against that. It's right. Like, no, right. you can't murder people because they're right. LGBTQ. Right. But listen, people still do. So let's fight against mm, it. Yes. So go to the LGBT Bar cause. Association, lgbtbar.org. And then Ulysses, um, mm. do your shout out. Do yes. Door of Hope. Yeah. Door of Hope. Yes. Doing the Lord's work over there, taking families in in shelters, not only helping them and keeping the families together while they're in a shelter, but also rehabilitation they offer. And they have an 80 3% success rate of helping people stay off of uh, getting people into own renting and owning their own homes. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's doorofhope.us. Doorofhope.us. Thank you, Ulysses. Great. And then we'll just uh, – uh, we'll do the rest. We'll do the rest on Friday. OK. Thanks, right. everybody. Thanks, Thanks Kaylin. You're a parent now. Don't F it up.